0: All right, so podcast again. This is Tyler Toby Townsend and and Martini Drano. Right. So this is Psychotic Strength. Today is, what, the 5th of yeah. January? No, 4th. 4th of yeah. January. It's my daughter's. Nice. No, sorry, the 3rd. The 3rd. It's because it's, it's my daughter's birthday. Tomorrow's your daughter's birthday. Today's my daughter's birthday. Today's your daughter's yes. birthday. I knew that. Yeah. Okay. Um, Update on the week. Last week, lifting wise was not absolutely amazing. Mm -hmm. You know, New Year's Eve, all that other stuff got in the way. Um, Yeah, I think we went what two days. What we did? I went three days. You went? Yeah, I went one day. Yeah, Mm -hmm. that's okay. You're rested. You're ready for next week. That's what I need. Absolutely. ours next week. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Absolutely. Um, Sitting here with us is Chris Delarocha from San Jose California yeah he's really 41 6 foot 3 heavyweight and his last weigh-in was 243 right yep, yeah, yeah mm-hmm. he's mm-hmm. fighting out a Forge Combat Academy which he is the owner of yeah um, he's one of my coaches and he kind of kicks a lot of ass mine in particular only when we're sparring. <laughs> but, uh, it just gotta keep you in line. Mm-hmm. You know? Right, right. Can keep you in check. I know what it was. It's because I popped Eddie real hard. You popped a couple guys. A couple guys, yeah. And yeah, yeah. I wanted you to understand what it feels like to get hit. Yeah. By a heart, a big guy. Yeah, I did I did understand that after that. Mm. Yeah, that was a lot of shots to yeah. my brain. Ah, I was shipping around shots. a little. It was was it? Shots. I was trying to hit you more to the body. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, well, shit. That's all I could reach. On you. <laughs> I think I hit you three times maybe you know. in like a minute and a half maybe <laughs> maybe, yeah maybe yeah you probably didn't even notice yeah it's okay it's all right um yeah so you want to introduce yourself kind of just explain what you're about and
1: uh crystal rocha you know I'm, like you said you already gave the 411 on my my whereabouts and location now uh, <laughs> i'm here in clark county vancouver washington or camas i should say the gym is located i've lived here for about 20 years married Got three kids. I've uh, been married for almost twenty years. Wow. Um, this next May. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, fought for about ten years. Made it to the UFC in about four professional fights. Yeah. Uh, and um, yeah, that's uh, that's me. Grew up in the Bay Area, mm-hmm. where I started off in wrestling and base-
0: baseball was my first love. But baseball. Yeah, huh? I didn't oh. see that coming. Yeah. Right. Well, you just <laughs> like to hit things, huh? <laughs> yeah, actually I did. Yeah, I did, Ball, yeah. People faces Were you really
1: everybody. good? Yeah, I was actually pretty good. Dang. Yeah, played a little college baseball at San Jose City College. Um, oh. But I, uh, I grew up in a family of athletes. Like my, my grandfather was a baseball guy. Went okay. to USC on a scholarship. That's a big school. And then, uh, yeah, he actually, and he actually was known more for his football even though, like like me, baseball was his first love, but his second love became his uh, like shining moment. He mm-hmm. was, uh, played for the Trojans, you know, USC, played in the Rose Bowl in 1947, 46, somewhere in there. Played uh, in Nebraska, yeah, and he was, uh, yeah. yeah. So he's got a little pocket watch, well he passed away now, but yeah, he uh, got drafted by the Vikings nice Mm -hmm. yeah but back then he was uh, more interested in the family and the family business was uh, not it's like a Wool'sworth Wool'sworth no it was a Wool'sworth I can't remember one of those like stores old school stores Mm -hmm. kind (laughs) of like Walmart today but it's a small Mm -hmm. it was a family business Mm -hmm. thing so he was a manager of a Wool'sworth I think it was
2: Wool'sworth for a while
0: that's cool yeah Okay.
2: Wow. Yeah, you were, you were talking about the UFC. Um, in one of your one of your interviews, post interviews, with uh, UFC two twenty five, you mentioned uh, you didn't have plan to go to the UFC. No. You know that just kind of pop out of nowhere. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. How was that? Someone just kind of give you a call one morning and say, "Hey." No. it's Yeah. Yeah. yeah no. <laughs> to be honest, I I didn't even know like.
1: Like, growing up, I wanted to play, I wanted to box. Mom yeah. would never let me box. Okay. I had a cousin that was a Golden Glove boxer, mm-hmm. and I always wanted to go to the Golden Gloves gym yeah, and box. Yeah. And I was a big, rocky kid, you know, 80s. And uh, Mom was like, "Now you're going to get punched drunk. And, you know, I was like, yeah. oh. And then when I hit, um, when I moved here, and I was 1920, I met my professor, Trevor We're mm-hmm. now at Lackamas Swimming Sport. I was working out, and he started a jiu-jitsu club. And I didn't even know what the hell jujitsu was. I was All like, right. Ju what? Yeah. He's like, you know, he comes up to me, he's like, Hey, I hear you just wrestle, you wanna do some jujitsu? And I'm, and I'm like, um, I'll try it, you know, and then right. did that for a little bit and kinda of progressed through that. And then one day I uh, decided we, we got a boxing boxing coach at the gym and I was like, Hey, I wanna learn how to box. So I started working with this boxing coach and uh, John Kittiche. He's from Guam, he's a cool dude. Nice. Army, that's where he learned how to box, and uh, he has also golden gloves as well, but he uh, taught me, was like my first coach, and I fell in love with boxing. And then, um, at the time, I was a corrections officer, and I went to the police Olympics. So my dad, my family's very competitive, mm-hmm. it's kind of a kines mas macho, you know, who's the man. Yeah, you call it the Mexi- it's just Mexican in you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, so. <laughs> yeah. He, uh, so, my dad calls me up one day and he's like, Hey, you know, I'm down here at the Police Olympics in San Diego. And he's like, I'm watching these guys. You still do that karate crap? <laughs> like, karate crap. <laughs> I'm like, like uh, Jiu Jitsu? And he's like, Yeah, 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 yeah. He's like, Do you box? Do you, you know, he's like, I heard you say you're starting boxing or something. And I was like, Yeah, just learn how to box, you know. And he's like, I'm watching these guys down here, son. They're pretty tough. You know, he's like, I don't know, man. He goes, these guys are all tatted up, and they come in here, they don't look like cops, but, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'm like, it, it just kind of, like, it, it was needling me, and I was like, you know what? Next year, I'm going to compete, and I'm going to win. And he's like, well, I don't know. And I'm oh, like, man. give me nine months, because I think it was actually nine months till the next one. So I just focused on boxing for that time frame, and then went and competed, ended up winning gold medal. Wow. And then I yeah. uh, came home, and... uh I asked my coach, or professor, Trevor, I was like, hey, he had been fighting MMA and I'd helped him get ready for MMA fights. And he, uh, I asked him, I said, hey, can I uh, can I try MMA out? And he's like, yeah, you've been around long enough. And I think I had just, I was a blue belt, maybe. Yeah, I was mm-hmm. a blue belt. He's like, yeah, you've been around long enough. I'll, I'll, I'll help you out. He was, you know, but you gotta do what I tell you. You know, and you gotta, I'm not gonna babysit you and tell you you gotta show up and this and that. I'm like, I got it. I'm a grown man, you know, I can handle myself. And so, uh, next thing you know, we, he put me through the ringer. Uh, like It was like January of 2010, I think is when it was. January to like March, April. I think it was like that four or five months I got put through the ringer. Getting ready for your first fight is like super tough. And But I felt bad, like getting ready, went in. Like the guy, I felt bad for the guy first fight because he was... Uh, just Not prepared for what was coming, and then it was over in like 20 seconds. Yeah, that was uh, that was Matt Howell, right? No, that was my first pro fight. Oh, okay, but that was this was amateur, this was at the, the old Dodge City in Vancouver. Oh, so this Off. guy really wasn't ready, yeah, no, he, <laughs> he was yeah, not ready. Like, he was smoking a cigarette and like listening to me hit the mitts, and he was you could tell it was shaking. My buddies were like, dude, the dude's shaking, you know. <laughs> and uh it, it's, it's interesting like my wife tells there's a funny funny like not funny but it's i'm in there with the guy and you could tell i'm just amped i go out and i just unleash on this guy i throw like a 1-2 knock him he turns i choke him out over in like 29 seconds and uh my wife and all my friends are packed into dodge city off of uh, fourth plane i think it's fourth plane yeah where so it was where it moved to but Th- they're just a the place crazy, and I'm, like, shaking the fence and, like, <laughs> jumping up on top so of it, right, and you know. my wife's like, it's crazy, because we're all going nuts, and then there's a lady sitting in front of us, and she's, like, you know, looking around, like, scared, and she's like, that's my husband. Oh, and my no. wife's like, no way. Oh. You know, like, my wife's like, oh, I couldn't imagine. Well, that's it. my husband. I could You're imagine. Your husband. And, ex- yeah, and, <laughs> and she's like, I could imagine. But! <laughs> yeah, so yeah. But yeah, so then it just kind of went on from there and fought a few fights in the amateur level um, and then decided to go pro because mm-hmm. I was kind of addicted after that to the adrenaline of it. You know, I enjoy, and I enjoy the process of getting ready, but then went pro. It took me forever to go pro. Nobody wanted to bring me in these shows around the local area. Mm-hmm. I applied to a bunch of them, but it's kind of weird. So I'm assuming they have their own guys and they don't want you to come in and beat their guys you know yeah. so i uh took me a while till a local company opened up here venue uh, prime fighting opened up here in vancouver and then they gave me my shot and then i had like two fights with them which was matt howell and then richard, richard foster, foster. Mm-hmm. yeah and then i got into the the wfc after that i'd kind of created a name for myself because um, that huge crowd following and then uh when I knocked out Linderman, that was kind of what put me on the map. and That was yeah. the WFC, and then I, uh, I fought one more fight after that. I fought Matt Kovacs at Prime Fighting, and uh, choked him out. And then yeah, then I got a call from the UFC mm-hmm. right after that.
2: Yeah, because wow. I saw that you went four four to zero. You went into the UFC or was yeah, the, that yeah. yeah so it was four everything. fights and yeah. I made it to UFC, and. I was just kind of. I got the call. I was
1: at work. I worked for the Department of Corrections, mm-hmm. Washington State, and I was sitting there. get I got this call. Well, I, I got a radio, radio, and I'm like, hey man, phone call for you. I'm like, no. Oh, take a message. I'll call him back. No, I really think you want to take this call, and, and I'm like, <laughs> yeah. all right. So I run up to control, and then it's my manager the guy that I signed with. And he's like, hey man, the UFC wants to put you in UFC Scotland in wow. seven days. No way. And I'm like, uh, yeah. you know, and I, I think I had fought like maybe two months prior, mm-hmm. a month prior or whatever it was. And I still, I always trained. I was kind of, I was always in some shape, mm-hmm. you know? So I was like, you know, at first I was like, can I call you back? You know? And he's like, yeah. He goes, talk to your people and let me know. So on my way home, I'm driving home from work and going to call my coaches and stuff and my wife and. And I'm like, what are you, what are you even thinking about? You know, it's like, just do it. Mm -hmm. You know, I was already old for the sport. I was 36 or whatever it was. So I'm like, you don't have a lot of time. So you might as well just get on with it Mm -hmm. and just get after it. So I called my. As soon as I got home, I called the manager. I was like, I'll take it. You know, and then I called my coach. I'm like, hey, we're going to UFC Scotland. Get ready. So, (laughs) so we had seven days. So that was quite the, Mm -hmm. that was a, that, and that was a, a million chook. He was a cool dude. He was like number 10 ranked in the world at the time damn so it was Your a first big one. first UFC yeah, fight yeah. I was like I really didn't pay that much attention to that stuff at the time like too much went in there and he caught me with a hook and down I went like I said he hit me I wasn't out but he like knocked me down <laughs> and, and the ref jumped in and stopped the fight and I jumped up I'm like what are you doing I'm like I'm fine I'm fine you know and uh He's like it's over. I'm like oh, okay, so that kind of sucked. But then, uh, and then shortly after that, um, the next year in May, I fought Adam Milstead, and uh, like the first fight in the UFC um, was uh, kind of you know wasn't prepared like the shock and all, and like it was crazy because of Scotland, and uh, it uh, was the first show in Scotland
0: oh so, so it was
1: huge okay
0: you know you and Michael lot Pispin on was on the you card know, I'm right. the first
1: fight on the, the card and so it was it was, it was interesting and did then, they
0: fly you out there for like did they pay for all
1: that yeah wow so we went out like four days before five days before mm-hmm. Dang. but yeah so but yeah it was, it was fun but back, I forgot. I totally got off track So what I got. Oh, you I started <laughs> you know, I start rambling. You hey, it's all so good, talking like, you. about your second fight. But, but yeah, no. Um, Adam Milstead. Adam Milstead I mean, fight yeah. was, that was a bloody one. He yeah. nicked me on my my scalp and blood was everywhere. And uh, it looked bad. Like, we beat the crap out of each mm-hmm. other for, I think it was like, what, nine minutes? Damn. End of the second round, he hits me. I kind of rock back. And I can feel he's getting tired. And, um, I, he hits me and I kind of fall back into the cage and I'm about to come off the cage and I'm thinking I'm going to throw my right hand, shoot the takedown and the ref jumps in and I'm actually in the middle of a punch while the Mm -hmm. ref jumps in and I'm like, you see me, I look at him I'm like, what are you doing? And he's like, it's over, it's over. I go, Mm -hmm. what do you mean it's over? He's like, you've had enough. Mm -hmm. I go, had enough what? I said, I'm in Las Vegas at the Mandalay Bay. I'm coherent. What the hell are we doing? Yeah. Yeah. You know, I was like, we've been beating the crap out of each other for nine minutes. Why are you stopping this fight? I thought he was stopping to check blood and stuff. And uh, he's like, no, it's over. And then I got an apology, like an apology letter from the UFC. For that fight. For that, Mm -hmm. for the ending, the way they go. We don't like see the way that fight end, the fight end like that. And uh, so it was kind of a, but there's nothing they can do because it's the athletic commission.
2: Right. That's in control of that. Gotcha. You feel like it was uh, maybe they stopped it because you were still maybe your second fight and you're still a little new in it, or do they have some type of rule? I like have that? no idea. The ref was new. Okay. So I don't think he ever refed in the UFC ever
1: again after that fight, mm-hmm. though. Oh, dang. So I, I'm, I'm assuming they they said we we'll parting ways with that guy. Like, don't want him in our. Yeah. Because yeah. of just the way he. So, I mm-hmm. don't uh, want to see anybody die on here. Your- no, but I'm not. <laughs> yeah. But you know, if a guy's on his feet and he's throwing a punch, still, so, yeah, like, was like, still- not like I'm just like this, you know, like, right? Punch yeah, drunk? Yeah, you can't. Yeah, you can't. I'm not punch drunk. Can't. I was actually still yeah. bobbing and weaving, and you know, so it was interesting. <sighs> but but yeah, making it to the UFC was never like the number one goal. Mm-hmm. It was just a, hey, let's try something new. Mm-hmm. You know, I was. In my thirties, early thirties, thirty-two when I started fighting, mm-hmm. and I just was like, you know, I need something new. I need to do something different. I was kind of out of shape and fat, and you know, and <laughs> you know, I just, I just was, I had no motivation. You know, like I just need something. I'm kind of gold, gold driven, mm-hmm. and uh, but the UFC wasn't like uh, it was just fighting. I just, I wrote down like I think it was like in when was it two thousand no it wasn't that I don't know One New Year's I wrote down three goals be a better husband mm-hmm. um, lose some weight and fight one fight those mm-hmm. were my three goals that I wanted to accomplish in that year it might have been 2009 or 2010 but uh, but yeah so I did that well, I was kind of and I tried to check off the box on each goal mm-hmm. that I wrote mm-hmm. down so I did it and then so because yeah. believe it or not it used to be 300 probably Forty pounds, three thirty. Yeah, to a big boy. Wow. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. You're still a big boy. Yeah. So, yeah <laughs> but not, not. Yeah, not big, as big. Not in a big bad way. Two forty. as big as I was. Yeah. So,
2: yeah. No, that's crazy, man. Um, I wanted to talk about your your fight where you, you brought up with DJ. Mm-hmm. Um, you said you were gusher on blood. He hit you on the nose. Was it a broken nose? Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. I man. I split the
1: cartilage out. Oh, if you watch man. the fight. Yeah. He, if you watch the fight, he hit me mm-hmm. and I remember he hit me and I was like, I kind of stepped back and shook my head mm-hmm. and I could feel like, you know, you have a loogie in your throat and mm-hmm. you're like, and I go, and I can feel it like and you bring this hard, yeah, it comes in my mouth and I can feel this hard, <laughs> I could feel, <laughs> feel this little hard chunk and I'm like, and spit it out, oh, if you want, I don't know if you can see it,
2: it's yeah. like, but I, I spit it out and I'm like, yeah, the yeah, blood and started. Can, oh just, yeah, it was just gushing. The commentator was just yelling, Oh man, you got it on my pants. You yeah, know, was, uh, what's her name? I can't remember. Yeah, it was it was that one chick, chick. Yeah, yeah some the white pants. Mm-hmm. Told her
0: <laughs> nice. Right as I'm swallowing my steak, a nice little chunk of fat in my mouth. <laughs> I know you're like the cartilage. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, you're funny. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah. Was it hard breathing and doing all that stuff? It's just
0: um, I,
1: I can't believe You know, in the, the moment I didn't even think about it. Yeah. Like I could feel the blood, but I wasn't you know, you feel like the warmth mm-hmm. of the blood, yeah, you you yeah. don't really think about... I was fine. I didn't feel like, you know, okay. I get, when I get hit, if you watch most of my fights, usually it takes me a hit or two. Mm-hmm. Like you'll see a guy, the guy hit me and I kind of step back and I kind of do this little shimmy mm-hmm. and then I come in and then that's when I, I pounce and oh, that's kind okay. of a, kind of weird. Yeah. For me, it's just an eye opener. Yeah. 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 So, Got will make a good right at the end, too. Knock him out. Yeah, that overhand. Yeah. That's my, my move. My oh, gotcha. my yeah. What I like to throw is overhand mm-hmm. right. So it's kind of the... Nobody... it. I mean, you see people throw it, but it's kind of a... The way you dip to the right and come over the top, it's... Some guys just throw it just from straight ahead, mm-hmm. but you got to move your head to the right a little bit mm-hmm. to get that okay. off that center line, and then you bring your head all the way to the other side and you gain that momentum, so... Yeah, yeah. Oh, you um, right Put it. a little more power into it yeah. than normal. Yeah. So, a lot of a lot of guys will throw it like a
0: windmill. Okay. Just, mm, try to go over. Yeah, yeah just do that. So. Sounds about right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's all you do. <laughs> yeah, every yeah. time. Yeah. <clears throat> That's what yeah. tore my bicep. Yeah. Throwing it out, just all wild. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, you guys got that in common. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bicep yeah. tear. It was weird. I've been lifting forever, and, and boxing's what did it. I, well like that's they crazy. told me they go it's not normal for
1: boxers or people to tear a bicep, boxing, so it was probably already torn. Yeah. You know, so I was like, oh, okay, I an lift and do pull ups and, and that's what the docs like. You need to stop doing so many pull ups because you're too heavy for that. Yeah. Like doing, he was cause I was doing CrossFit, stuff, hmm. getting it mm-hmm. for conditioning, mm-hmm. and uh, he's like, yeah, it's those that jar on that elbow. He goes. You probably partially tore it, and then that just that when you clinch your fist when you hit the guy's face, it just popped. So damn. Yeah. That sucked. That yeah. was
0: right after the Milstead fight. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That a little. Oh, it was, a, a, what was it, like eighteen month hiatus or whatever. Is yeah, that it was sucked. described. It sucked. <clears throat> it
1: was rough. I thought I was done. You know, it was like <clears throat> another. Well, I had had a back surgery. When I was 20... how oh, old's my daughter. She's... Six, eight, eight. She was just born, so... Yeah, I was 25. I had my back surgery, so... Damn. And then I have have that bicep tendon when I was 36. I think I was 36 mm-hmm. or 37. I'm like, shit, I'm, I'm done. I'm too old, you know, to recover from this, and here we are. Two fights later, I did it again, so... Right. But I made it.
2: Mm-hmm. But yeah. Gotcha. Um, so, we focus a lot on, on strength, you know, because mm-hmm. of what we like to do. You know, we do strong men and everything. But I guess in your opinion, what would be, what would you consider being an advantage in the ring? Being strong or kind of like skills, technique? What What would you say? Um, What's
1: more an advantage, skill or technique yeah. for being strong? Yeah. I mean, skill and technique is always mm-hmm. good, but size does matter. hmm you know and like where I I messed around with uh, the size thing on the Rashad Coulter fight Mm -hmm. Um, after my bicep tendon ruptured I went to the UFC performance institute for a bunch of therapy and uh, I talked to the training guys there and I was like hey you know um, these guys and Get, they're getting bigger in the heavyweight division. Mm. And I walked around at that time, right around 240, mm-hmm. 245. Usually on fight day, I'm weighing in around 230. Mm-hmm. You know, Damn. there were some fights I'd weigh in at like 228, you know, 225. And I'm like, hey, these guys are getting bigger. And I seem to be getting smaller. And I, I look at 225, I look anorexic. Mm-hmm. It's pretty weird. But uh, but I was like, you know, I want to try and get a little bit bigger, and, you know, stronger. So they put together a eating regimen and the workout routine. And it all consisted of power type stuff, bench press, back squat, you know, and then they added in some like uh, uh, the uh, cardio, <coughs> cardio stuff, you know. So learned a little bit, a little bit. I didn't learn too much, but a little bit. About that little stuff. stuff. Yeah, so like I started, cause I never really deadlifted very much, mm-hmm. very heavy. Like I got up to like what five twenty now, something like that on my deadlift. So it's pretty good. All right.
2: Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah it's not, not, not six hundred. I know, right? you hard to fifty five.
0: that's okay, man. Um So on on that one, uh, I I do know what you're saying. Strength it it definitely helps because I'm I'm a stronger guy, right? My <laughs> technique is definitely nowhere near where yeah. it should be, but. uh I can kind of plow through most people, mm-hmm. but the thing is, like Skyler, mm-hmm. he's a little guy and his technique—he's just amazing. He's fast and he moves well. He, yeah. So for him, it, for him versus you,
1: it's moving well, right? Yeah. You're slow compared to him, right? So. Yeah. He's landing. Mm-hmm. So you know how I always tell you to quit plodding forward. And yeah. Just. Being a bull in the Chinese shop, and am going straight ahead, and I want you to bounce around a little bit. Because yeah. as a heavyweight, if you're a heavyweight and you can move well, you're going to win. Okay. Right? Because heavyweights, most heavyweights are flat-footed. They're slow. They're not going to They're not gonna keep
0: up with you. The more you move on a heavyweight, the more tired they get. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, because I have to chase everybody around. Yeah. It's, yeah it's and frustrating. that's what they have to do to survive. Right. Right. So,
1: yeah, that's what Skyler, Skyler moves well. Yeah. He has good movement. So he gets
0: an angle on you and opens up. He went a hard... Uh, we had some sparring, and I was like... At the end, I said, this just isn't enough. Like, I want, I want a really good round. I said, it kind of sucks. We're done, but whatever. And he's like, I'll go with you. And it was like a minute and a half, and he was, I was like, you better really go. Because I need this last... I need it. Yeah, yeah. You know? Like, I really want to go. And uh, he did not hold back. It was a really good round. I mean, I'm not saying he... I wouldn't say he won... Right, but I wouldn't say he didn't hold his own. Oh yeah. For like a hundred and fifty pound dude. Yeah. I'm I'm almost double his size. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it was it was a good round. He landed some good stuff. I mean, see he's got some good kicks too. Yeah. But Yeah, he's got a good uh, reaction, like his timing. Yeah. Like he can get off his punches off quick. Yeah. You know. And boom, movement. Pop. Hit you. <laughs> well it definitely wasn't Sonic. Sonic he messed me up pretty good. Yeah. Someone has a lot of experience. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. So uh I got a couple questions yeah, here too. No, go ahead. Uh, what is your favorite martial art? Like like out of all the stuff you've done so far, what would you say is your your favorite to train? To train? Um
1: well, I've been I'm a I was a grappler, you know, so jiu-jitsu. Okay. I've been doing, you know, jiu-jitsu. I love boxing. Don't get me wrong. I love boxing. But jiu-jitsu is probably probably my first love for yep. when it comes to training martial arts. So.
0: Okay.
1: But boxing would be my next it's like mm-hmm. a close second. Close yeah, yeah, I really love boxing. I love that just the whole idea of it and everything about it. So It was a lot of fun. Yeah. It's fun to get into not into kickboxing too much. I mean mm. I like it, but I just
0: like Put mm-hmm. the dukes yeah, up mm-hmm. and let's go. Yeah. You, know, yeah. you know? I like so, the feet. I kick like a mule, so I I prefer it. You know. I mean, I can too, but it just
1: it doesn't. I don't know something about it. Just really. I don't know. Yeah, I would even. definitely rather kickbox than regular box. Yeah. Yeah. The only thing I ever used like in fighting like was my push kicks. Yeah. The front lead tee, mm-hmm. that front push. I I didn't really kick very much. Interesting. Even though I could kick hard, you know, I just never. Never did.
0: Uh-huh. All right. But well, yeah. so second part of that question is, uh, what would you? I think I know the answer to this one. What would you consider the most effective martial arts? Would that be jujitsu oh, yeah. as well? Oh yeah. Yeah. Wrestling and jujitsu are
1: probably right there, hand in hand. Wrestling, you don't really learn so much the submission portion of it, but you learn a really strong foundation of grappling and yeah, it allows you to be a badass on the ground. Like, cause most fights. Reality are gonna go to the ground. Yeah, you know, and jujitsu you do learn how to defend yourself and to get close enough to get your hands on them to get it to the ground. You know, I mean, everyone get lucky land a punch, but once you get them on the ground, Mm -hmm. you take away all those different angles Mm -hmm. of movement. It's just you and him. You know, there's not very much lateral. There's movement, but there's no lateral, forward, backwards.
0: It's kind of. Right, because yeah. I, I that's know, where size matters. Yeah, yeah it does. You know. Yeah, but I feel like uh, yeah, in high school, I, I like to kind of get down every once in a while. But uh, mm-hmm. that's where I, when jujitsu started becoming a thing,
1: mm-hmm.
0: a lot of people were starting to train it. That's when I started to get my ass kicked because mm-hmm. I was a wrestler, and so I would throw this huge overhand right. If it landed, you're going to sleep. But if not, I was close enough to grab you. Yeah. Right, and that's what I wanted. I wanted to pick somebody up, slam them on the ground, and go from there.
1: Yeah.
0: Well, it started changing when I started going after people, and they would just lay on their back.
1: Yeah.
0: And Everybody I was like, the Yeah, they'd really just like just lay back, like let me tackle them, but they would land nicely, right? And then in thirty seconds, I'm begging them to let me go. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it it was just a huge game changer, and I love wrestling, but I feel like the harder I push. The faster I get yeah. locked up you know and it was just so frustrating I gotta get into jiu-jitsu and and that's history,
1: usually though. what wrestlers do is they they have wrestlers have one motion just forward right They're very just boom 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 you know whereas jiu-jitsu it's chess yeah wrestling great checkers it's, yeah you know, I mean there's some chess to it but it's jiu-jitsu you're like already like five moves ahead of the guy yeah you know? cool. <laughs> but yeah, yes. so it's you know <clears throat> jujitsu, not really.
0: Yeah, that's what I was figuring too. Yeah, like it's the most effective. But
2: yeah, I, think I got one fire. I got one question right here. Um, if you can go back into the UFC or or the, the the WFC wherever you fought, and you got the chance to fight with anyone, any weight division, who would you want to fight with? Who? Yeah, it could be oh. present, it could be past. Who
1: would I want to fight? You know, I really admired Randy Couture. Yeah. yeah I mean, he's a Gresham guy. You know, I met him a few oh, times. Oh, no way. Yeah. Oh, wow. So um So, I wouldn't want to fight him, though. Yeah,
2: yeah. Um, <laughs> I liked him. I liked Chuck. <laughs> God,
1: who would I want to fight? Man? Yeah. Did you in
2: that time where Chuck Liddell and all those guys yeah. were in there, right? Is, um, is that kind of the time you were there? No, no, oh, no. no. They oh,
1: were okay. gone. They were long gone. No. Oh, okay. um, but I went to Chuck Liddell's gym down in San Luis Obispo. Mm-hmm. Well, 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 during, before, even before I was in the UFC, oh, okay. I went to just kind of check it out. My uncle lived down there. Yeah. And uh, went into this gym to check it out. It's definitely a small gym. And then, uh I don't know. Who would I want to fight? God,
2: that's a, yeah, that's a pretty, some pretty good one. You know,
1: I never really, like,
0: I don't know. I always wanted to fight Rampage. Rampage? Yeah. <laughs> I just feel like that'd be... A lot of fun. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying I'd win. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying that'd be a that'd be a brawl. Yeah, I was love. I actually like guys that talk a lot of trash because that motivates
1: me more. So probably mm-hmm. somebody like if ever I were to go back back, it would probably be somebody like Tito Ortiz who talk a lot of trash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, probably get smashed, but mm-hmm. you know. Um, but yeah, somebody uh, guys that talk trash motivate me. Mm-hmm. I don't talk trash. I'm not a trash talker, but. Probably somebody like that. I like Tito mm-hmm. shit. I love it. Yeah. Okay. Everyone has their, their yeah. own, you know, method. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, probably like Tito. Somebody Tito like would Tito be so would be yeah, fun. Fun to get in there and smash it with. <laughs> You're not smashing. Yeah. You don't want to smash Tito? <laughs> yeah. oh, hey. I mean, yeah. do what you want. We
2: know
0: hey. who he's been with. You know what I'm saying? Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that.
1: Yeah. I don't think he's very relevant anymore. He's he's like a mayor of Huntington Beach or something like no that. No way. Or yeah,
0: well, city council member. and That's crazy. Yeah. I don't know, man. Um, okay, I wanted to talk about that. You winning gold in the boxing, uh, yeah. Western States, police, and fire games. Yeah. So, how many competitors? About- I, did, I had, what, there was three?
1: Three people other than me. So... Okay. Um, Did you have to fight all three of them? I fought one, one, two of them, so... Okay. Um, But yeah, and then I ended up fighting this, I can't remember the guy's name, Thompson from San Francisco Fire. Him and I went at it. I ended up knocking him out in the second round, I think, it was when it was over. Nice. The rest stepped in. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, that was a fun... that That was an experience, though, I learned that I really dislike like boxing you know how they always say boxing is corrupt it definitely is a corrupt sport i learned because i showed up in reno and um i went to weigh in for the the, on thursday i showed up Thursday, but i went to weigh in and they asked me like hey we have a smoker event tonight or a a, an event tonight because the ring was set up so they were doing some local show on friday and i was like they're like do you want to fight and I was like, we had our opponent back out for our guy, the guy that's fighting. And I was like, yeah, I came here to fight. Let's fight, you know. And mind you, I never had a boxing match in my life. Never even an MMA fight or anything. So I uh, I went and said, yeah, sure, let's do it. So the next day, I had no coaches. So my sister, who's like 10 years younger than me, I think she was like 23 at the time, Jeez. 22. She was my corner Personal. (laughs) She trained with me, but, um, but yeah, so we, uh, yeah, and I, I fought this guy and I literally, we, we, it was a good fight, but I mean, I knocked him down in the second, third round. Knocked him down, broke his nose. I mean, I thought I won the fight. Like, I was jabbing, beating Mm -hmm. him with my jab and just landing shots. He landed a few shots. You know, I mean, nothing that was, like, significant. And, uh, it was interesting because I knocked him down with an uppercut and I actually have a photo I'll show you someday he's he, he falls down the ref goes over helps him up to his feet but puts me in my corner neutral corner I watch him I'm like I'm sitting there the ref helps him up to his feet walks him over to the corner where his corner comes up onto the apron they like wipe his face some eyes on. I'm like, is the fight over? Is the knockout or what? You know, I'm like, I didn't know what was going on. Well, I mean, it took probably 30, 40 seconds of time for that to all happen. And then he's like, they wipe him down and he's like, okay, come back, come back, go at it. I'm like, again? I was like, I thought we were done. So we went at it. And, um, I ended up just beating up on him again some more, you know? And, uh, Then he, uh, the end of the fight happens, right? And, uh, so a bunch of cops had come because my dad was there and he had a bunch of friends that came to watch and they were standing in the middle of the ring and they raised his hand. And I'm like, Hmm. what? I'm like, how does that happen? You know? And you could hear everyone in crowd booing and stuff. And I was like, whatever, you know, just kind of, whatever. Just for fun anyways. Yeah. And, uh, so then I find out, though, later that the guy was, like, 10 or 12 and 0. They were getting ready for him to go pro as a oh. boxer. Mm. And then here I come, O and 0, mm-hmm. you know, speak. and just beat the living crap out of him. And uh, <laughs> I was like, well, okay, I get it, you know. But, like, the next day when I was getting ready for the police and fire games, the the head uh, commissioner Nevada State Athletic Commissioner that was there that kind of oversees so you have your judges that sit ringside and then there's somebody that sits uh, ringside as well but he's the in charge of all of them the three judges he's the fourth one that oversees so if there is like some questioning or you challenge it you you appeal to them him and he has his scorecard mm-hmm. and then he can say well mm-hmm. no they're wrong you know type of thing and, uh, that has to do with like USA boxing rules and stuff. But, um, he came up to me and when I was getting my hands checked for wrapping and stuff and he's like, Hey kid, he goes, how come you didn't challenge that fight yesterday or the file of agreements on that, that fight yesterday. And I was like, didn't know I could, you know, I was like, I just assumed it was over. He's like, Oh, he's like, no, no, no. He goes, you sh- you should have, you have like 10 hours or whatever it is from the fight to challenge it. And I'm like, Oh, I had no clue. I like I just assumed it was over. I said, Plus, first fight." He's like, "That oh, was your first fight?" I was like, "Yeah." And he's like, "Oh, that kid." And then he told me the kid was like twelve and zero or whatever it was. And he's you know a local kid getting ready to go pro. And I'm like, "Oh, I guess." <laughs> you know, and I was like, in boxing, that's what boxing is corrupt, and people don't like it because mm-hmm. of stuff like that. So yeah, yeah.
0: That's crazy, man. <laughs> but
1: yeah, all my other fights, the police Olympics, they are pretty short. They yeah. they're over in the second round. First or second round, they were done. I stopped yeah. both guys. And that's when I came home and was like, oh, let's try MMA. Because I'd won a bunch of jiu-jitsu mm-hmm. tournaments around here. Local ones, Portland, Seattle, Eugene, went up and down the I-5 corridor, grappled in jiu-jitsu tournaments. So nice. I wanted to try to
0: mesh it all. Did you you finally got your black belt right? Nice. Yeah, about a month ago. It mm-hmm. says uh, mm-hmm. it still yeah. says on there you're purple. On my on uh, the pro.
1: Y- yeah. yeah, 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 I yeah, yeah. <clears throat> yeah no, I that hasn't been updated in forever. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I just got my black belt. It's probably it's long overdue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I won't say it's long overdue. It's just my own doing. Like, cause I did so much MMA, I didn't focus on the gi as much. Mm-hmm. So if you're not in the gi, you don't. You don't earn
0: your stripes. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Dang, because I wanted to do the the less one. The gi I mean, thing kills me. Because oh, is that, just, that, that kind of yeah. white suit. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. People call it the karate suit. <laughs> the right, karate suit. right. But it's just it's it's frustrating to know that someone can st- choke me with that. But that's own the whole, whole point of it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I just guess to learn yeah, how to that. Like, yeah. You're wearing.
1: I could choke him with this jacket right
2: yeah. now. See, yeah. <laughs> I can do it with that zipper. There's quite a few ways, man.
0: So what 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 made you want to teach? Because I know you got Forge Combat Academy now. I know you've you know you you dabbled in jiu-jitsu, boxing, obviously the championships, UFC. What made you I enjoy coaching. Yeah. I uh,
1: I coach baseball. I've coached softball, coached soccer, uh, high school level, little kid level. Nice. I've done all those. And I enjoy coaching. I, just, I think I always knew I was going to be a coach. Like when I got to high school, um, I always would be... I, I rode the bench a bit in high school because I chose to wrestle. So because I chose to wrestle, I was always late for baseball. So... Coach wasn't very high on that, you know. So he would, I was kind of a. When my best friend played first base, yeah, and I played first base. That was my no, position. Oh, yeah. and he was, and my friend was good. We're both. He was really good, you know. He's a good pitcher too. So when he would pitch, I'd be put in to play first base. Okay. And uh, but you know, I mean, it was it is. I got it. I knew my role, but when I was there, um. I started I was on the bench. I would listen to the coaches and how they would talk or how they would deal with kids or just in general in practice, you know, watching how they coached, things they did, drills they did, that type of stuff and just kind of and I realized um, as I was going along in my career in baseball in high school, I started coaching other guys on the team from the bench, right? Mm-hmm. You know, when they come in after they'd be done up at their their at bat or at a play in the field I said well maybe we should have done a little shovel pass to second base rather than try to go for the guy at home Um, you
0: scared me every single time somebody lets him out or does something I'm sorry man (laughs) that's my dog by the way yeah but yeah no so
1: I um I realized and then I enjoyed coaching I coached my sister in uh, soccer and high school softball um Mm. Coach my own kid, you know, all my kids. I coached at some point in time. They're out there, s- basketball, soccer, whatever it was. So.
0: Now Quinn with jujitsu. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. So yeah, he's been around it since he was born. Yeah. So that kid probably that kid knows more about jujitsu than I do. I bet just yeah. by being around it. So I mean, because literally when he was probably three weeks old, he was in the gym watching dad get ready mm-hmm. for MMA fights. Mm-hmm. You know. I'll, so I'd put him in his little coaster seat over there in the corner, and he'd be mm-hmm. yeah, sitting there watching me. I'm watching. Dang. So, yeah, he's pretty but, athletic, man. Yeah, yeah. He's a little stud. Yeah. Yeah. He just has to find his fire. What What right. motivates him? He like most kids today. He's kind of soft. Yeah. Most kids are. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't have that struggle. Right. You know, there's a lot of kids that are pampered today. On my own, yeah, yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah. yeah but I tell know. him, since the harshest critic, he always worries about like being criticized by me or by the other coaches. I'm like, the only critic is yourself, is you, dude. Yeah, we're we're just telling you what we think you should do. Right, you're the one that has to decide. Do it. I can't do it for you. You know, you're the. We're not criticizing you. We're, or you know we're telling we're giving you options and things you might want to think about. You know, but you're gonna do whatever you want to do. You yeah. know.
0: And you're your own critic, you know. It's the only person you're competing against is yourself. So. Yeah, you can see him when he starts to get a little competitive in there. Oh, yeah. there's yeah. somebody to yeah. actually challenge him. Yeah. Yeah. And he gets frustrated when he gets beat, which is good. Yeah. I enjoy it. Like, I'm like, good, you need to lose a little bit. Yeah. You can't always be the top dog. So, mm-hmm. it's good. It's going to be kind of hard being the coach's son, though. You know? Yeah. <laughs> there's a lot of added pressure, I'm okay. sure. I You know. I never
1: had that. Like I never had my dad as a coach or anything like that. And I'm sure there's that living up to dad, dad's, you know, legacy right. or whatever. Because when call you
0: it. see the the coach's son, you expect yeah. him to be phenomenal. Yeah. Be the yeah. Yeah. and yeah. not saying he's not good, yeah. right? Yeah. It's just that's the expectation. Yeah. It would be the same with any of them. Just like Doug, yeah. right? Like I expected his kid to be absolutely amazing kickboxer. The kid doesn't even care. Yeah, he doesn't even <laughs> want to go. Yeah. You know, he'd rather play video games. Yeah. Yeah. But, see,
1: and I, I'm, I, like, I'm a true believer that you have to, kind of force your kids to do some things. Yeah. Otherwise, they'll never do anything. Mm-hmm. If you mm-hmm. let them be complacent, they're gonna be complacent. You know, And like all my kids. I push. I try to push them a little bit. You know, my oldest, my wife, I, I was pushing because my, my oldest daughter is a state champion in discus. Wow. Mm-hmm. And, um, she was really good also in soccer and in basketball. They were. She was really. Big, they were high on her when she came to high school Washugo, and um, I was like, you know, this is cool. You know, like there's you, this gives you a lot of options. You're a great student. She was a straight A student, graduated honors, and uh, I was like, if you're, you do all these sports, I said, you're you're gonna scholarship any school you want as a girl. Yeah. You know, if you're you're good at basketball, soccer, and track, that's three things the school's looking at. Like, hey, yeah. we we're investing money in this mm-hmm. person. And
0: they get good grades, they're going to be well, it's going to be well spent. Yeah, that's that's hard to find. Yeah. Like a good student and a good athlete. Yeah, yeah. it's it's really hard. Yeah. Because I don't know how many times, I mean, I love soccer and I was actually pretty damn good as a, mm-hmm. as a kid. Uh, I get kicked off the soccer team every time because of grades. Yeah. You know, especially since it was like the third, was it the second or third season or something like yeah. that? Or mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. what is it, session? Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? It's towards the end yeah. where the grades yeah. really count. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, I was super proud of my
1: 0.4.
0: Yeah. You know, not 4.0, point yeah. 0.4. Yeah. You know, you got to go to every single class yeah. and not do shit. Yeah. I got that 0.4 because PE, you get stuff. And I like PE. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, that's pretty yeah. terrible. Yeah. But, I don't know, man. Mm-hmm. All right. Um. Oh, yes. Who've been your toughest opponents? Like the toughest fights, I don't care, jiu-jitsu, boxing, any of that stuff. Uh, I, I'd say your top three. And why? Um, Toughest.
1: Well, in the MMA, I can tell you the toughest one was a Richard Foster fight. Okay. That, was, uh, that was one of those ones where you get that gut check. Like, who, what are you made of? Yeah. Like, are you going to get up? and are you gonna just turn and cower you know like he in that fight he was better striker than me and he was taller than me and longer which is you know he's like six six or 6'7
0: that was something you're not
1: too used yeah. to yeah and mm-hmm. so he was beating me and he caught me at the end of the first round and i literally was saved by the bell Man. like i stumbled back to my corner you know and that was one of those like things my coach was trevor was like hey he wasn't worried by it. He was just like, what do we do? What do we do? And I'm like, uh, <laughs> jitsu Yeah. He goes, get him on the ground. Yeah. Get him on the ground. And so the second round came out, and it was weird was it didn't quite, re- I, I was thinking about it, but just hadn't quite registered, because I still, I was still, I was still Rum. Oh, yeah. Well, he hit me good in the second round again with, like, a Jeb Cross or something and rocked me. And then he shot in on me. And that was the end. As soon as I hit the mat, I was like, I got it. Yeah. And it was just like... Yeah. And it was over. But it was one of those ones where I didn't... I was surprised. Like, it was...
0: So you were kind of lucky he shot on
1: you. Yeah. Yeah, okay. that was a tough fight. That was probably one of the hardest, uh, hardest things ever. the The boxing one in Reno, that was a tough pill to swallow. That yeah. wasn't tough, but it was a tough pill to swallow. Right. Um, the Adam Milstead fight was a tough fight. Yeah. That was a good because we're both athletic. I think we're both really athletic. We're both hard headed,
0: and uh, that was a tough. That was probably my third toughest fight. I looked him up because as soon as I saw Adam Milstead, that, that name rung a bell. And I didn't know from where or what, but I looked him up. Apparently, I don't know who the hell he is. Just mm-hmm. rang a bell for no reason. But damn, that guy looks like he's just been stomped in the face constantly. Yeah, yeah. he's got the caveman face. Yeah, dude. It's just like <laughs> all the he's One a nice the, guy. Great guy, yeah.
1: yeah. We went to the UFC athlete retreat and we hung out got to hang out I didn't know anybody you yeah. know mm-hmm. I just was uh, looking for somebody to talk to you know cause you got all these guys that are there that have been in the UFC forever you know and uh it's probably hard to walk up to one of them huh yeah I mean you know it was cool I, I met a who I, I met Stefan Struve um Rashad Coulter or uh Rashad Evans I mean really? um
0: Tree trunk legs.
1: Yeah, I mean, Sugar <laughs> Sugar Rashad. Yeah, I met Damian Maya. Okay. Uh, Noguera's, uh, was it Big Nog? Big Nog was there. Met them. That's. I cool. mean, it wasn't. It was. It was weird because like a lot of like Maya Noguera, um those are guys you looked at when I first started watching the UFC, and i are like, oh shit, I'm here with these guys. Mm-hmm, like, right? I'm, like there's this photo they had on the screen. It's like there's your face. My face is there. You know. Yeah, with Big yeah, book. Yeah, okay, yeah. You know, it's like, holy shit, you That's know. Crazy. I remember watching Rashad Evans in the UFC heavyweight Ultimate Fighter show, you know. Right. And I'm just like, fuck, I'm here. I'm mm-hmm. here. I did it. It's fucking pretty cool, you know. Still nobody, but I'm still here. And, yeah, <laughs> I'm here. The making the UFC, man. They just, all did oh, that. Yeah, yeah. They yeah. all no, had yeah. their yeah. first time there where
0: yeah. they thought the same thing, you know. Yeah. I mean, it's the same thing. I mean, we do strongman stuff and... And, uh, oh, I didn't even mention this. So, Brian Shaw's wife, Carrie, mm-hmm. I talked to her yesterday. And I was so excited. My wife's what? like, it's just his wife. Yeah. And I'm like, look, man, you just ruined it for me. <laughs> That's his dietitian, Right. Well, yeah. she's, she's... She's a strong man, too. Well, and she's a competitor, too. Yeah. I mean, she does... Uh, the body physique stuff. The bikini stuff. and yeah. stuff. Yeah. Mm. She's amazing, yeah. Right, so she had basically put this question and answer, right? Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Hey, what size shirt and shoes does Brian Shaw wear?" Because honestly, I was just curious, mm-hmm. right? And she answered me. She said XL X. No, five XL and X. Ooh, Man, eighteen. Oh damn, that's some big ass feet. Yeah, and apparently the big dude, the thing that they're nerds about or whatever is shoes. Mm-hmm. I'm like, poor Brian. Who the hell's gonna make? A sexy-ass Jordan. 18. Size 18s, <laughs> you know? Like, yeah, yeah. But uh, it was cool. I, I, I was like, oh, my God. Like i never actually had a celebrity answer one of my questions, so thanks. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and she's like, oh, she answered me back. Oh, I'm not a celebrity, but, you know, yeah. thank you. Super humble lady. And I just kind of went in and I explained. I kind of just wrote her a paragraph. Right, just because I'm like starstruck, I'm super excited. Brian Shaw's like one of my idols. Mm-hmm. I get it. And, I, I uh, watched
1: I watched Strongman growing up.
0: So yeah, I know. And uh, I was like, look, I love what you guys are doing. I love that show you guys put on. I love that you guys are trying to make this like a like a Extreme. real yeah, so get exactly. It out there, you know, so people know about it. I was so excited. And she's like, oh, thanks, I appreciate us. Like, mm. Yeah. Wife didn't give a shit. Mine <laughs> didn't. Yeah, I was like, oh, that is cool. I, thought I, I is love Strongman. Right. I, I used to watch
1: you know Druhna Sivegas, Pujanowski, mm-hmm. uh, Shaw, uh, you know all those, uh, all those back in like the nineties, late eighties, mm-hmm. yeah. early nineties. You know I used to watch all that on ESPN. You know now yeah. they hardly ever play.
2: Oh yeah, no you can't um, find it now. You yeah, have to dig like, deep into deep yeah yeah cool.
1: yeah no but I I I enjoy strongman. Like I like I told you I think I like Robert Robert O'Burst I love I love he's I love a the comic oh yeah yeah <laughs> just and I love like cause I always used to say I'm so pretty yeah. but when I saw his shirt strong and pretty I was like oh yeah he took my idea I was like man <laughs>
0: I was like man I like, like, could have trademarked that next mine month? mine was just I'm I'm so pretty I you know, <laughs> just always say I'm so pretty you know but it's like. But I yeah. think it's funny as hell because he's like the ugliest dude I've <laughs> ever seen. Yeah. You know? like, not really, you know. But I mean, yeah. he just got that huge beard, Mage that strong man yeah. physique, yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah he's, a, he's a beautiful human. Yeah, yeah, he's pretty funny. <laughs> but yeah. yeah. Um, oh, who is your martial arts idol? Idol? Yeah, like if you were to like... Like when you were growing up or, or as you were training, who was somebody that... Either you wish you were or just kind of odd Van Dam. Really? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I I wouldn't say he's
1: my idol. Uh, He's
0: a cool dude. He can still do that leg kick. Yeah.
1: I mean, I grew up watching those blood sports, Mm -hmm. you know, kickboxer, um, uh, martial arts. You know, to be honest, I never even thought about martial arts. Boxing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I get that I am. Boxing. Okay, go for I it. I like t- like, growing up, I watched Tyson. That was my biggest. Tyson? Yeah. Uh, I love watching Tyson. That'll get into another
0: question mm-hmm. I have here soon. But,
1: um... <laughs> I mean, we used to always get together and watch the boxing matches. I and mean, He was, he's so much fun to watch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not yeah, recently, um, but... <laughs> I thought that was good. It contract. was a good fight. Yeah. I, I, think th- I think they had a they had a side agreement, like, don't let's not hurt each other too bad. Right. Because you could tell Tyson would pull his punches at the very end. He'd start ripping the body, yeah. and then he'd back away. I'm like, what
0: is he doing? Or, or what is he doing? was grabbing him, too. Yeah, right? yeah. You know? And I mean, to be fair, that's what I was telling him. Like, he's trying not to die. Yeah. This is still Mike Tyson. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> like,
1: I think they had an agreement, though. Yeah. Like, hey, let's not. And that's why it fought to a draw.
0: Yeah. You know? Yeah, I, that was the thing too. I told him mm-hmm. as soon as that the after the after interview. Oh well, I thought it was good. That's not Mike Tyson, no. you know, like that's newer Mike Tyson right that's there. An, that's an older Mike Tyson, <laughs> right? You know, you know, I never, I never expected him to ever be any sort of humble. Mm-hmm. You know, he was always that that dude that walked into a room trying to fight anybody. If With you that. thought you were better than him, he's he wants to break your face. Yeah. He's the guy who put his fist through someone's face and his forearm out of his elbow yeah, in yeah. a bar. You know what I mean? Just because someone's talking shit. But, you yeah. Yeah. But so, yeah,
1: that was probably my only... Mike Tyson was probably martial arts. I wouldn't call boxing... I mean, it's combat sport. Right, you know, right. I it's a really, I never really watched or followed any kind of martial
0: art growing up, like taekwondo or karate or any of that stuff so well so on that token um we're talking prime here okay All right Mike Tyson Muhammad Ali who, who you I got your find? money on oh, oh Mike, Tyson. Mike Tyson Mike Tyson yeah really I think so wow yeah I don't know butterfly
2: that, feet yeah but that's what I'm thinking that's, that's the only thing I see just butterfly feet yeah and then, but his rope
1: dope <laughs> his rope dope would not pay off with Mike Tyson Mike Tyson would get him pinned. Mike was good at cutting angles. Cutting mm-hmm. angles, mm-hmm. get him pinned up against the ropes, and then rip him. Yeah. Muhammad Ali would actually accept that. If you watch his fights, he would accept it where he'd do all this, you know, his rope yeah. dope. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah,
0: because you know that he'd he's like, hot. his super famous little clip where he's like in the oh, corner yeah. doing that. George Foreman. Maybe. Yeah, I, I feel but like Tyson would have just blew his body up. Yeah, Yeah, but think
1: about it. George Foreman was head hunting. Yeah, if you watch that, the where he was doing this with George, where he like, yeah.
2: you know, yeah,
1: he knew Foreman wanted to hit him right here, right. So all he had to do was this.
2: Yeah, right. And it's only a couple inches, not like you're yeah. trying to yeah. Get, yeah,
1: you know. But Tyson would be boom, boom. Yeah, you yeah. know that uppercut, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he'd always land that fucking. I gun. I'm pretty sure Tyson would win. He's mm-hmm. compact and quick. He would, uh, you know, the only way Muhammad Ali would win would be to point him. And to move, dance, okay. you know. But I think Tyson would be good enough to cut him off, get him cornered, definitely. Yeah,
0: finish him. I guess I, I can see your point. Prime, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. It was it was sad seeing uh, seeing Muhammad Ali all, mm-hmm. all shaky, shaky and all that other yeah. stuff. I mean, it's like, life, man. Yeah, it's gonna happen to all of us at some point. So, yeah. so uh, another thing, uh, jobs. You had said you were a corrections officer. Um, what, what jobs have you held? Like, I mean, just, like, spout uh, right off?
1: I was a waiter, busboy waiter. Nice. Um, kind of a cook, I guess, pizza cook. Maybe okay. made pizzas. Mm-hmm. Same place. Um, I was a prep cook. Um, what else did I do? Shoe sales. Interesting. Uh, working in a wood mill, pulling green chain and grading wood. And wow. then, um... That's work right there. Yeah, I was mm. when I first moved up here. But then I was... Uh, what else did I do? I worked for a beer distributor, beer wine distributor. Did that. It was like a... I was a stalker and then I got to like a sales associate which is like setting up displays. And I stuff heard they actually made like pretty good money. You can. Yeah. It's, it's, you know, I didn't care for it. It's a, it's a weird business. Yeah. Like I'm pretty... As I've gotten older, I'm pretty... I like things a certain way, my way, you know, <laughs> type of thing. And um, in that business, it's not very because you're having to work with other people, and uh, you do think like I would get things set up a certain way, and then someone else would come in behind you and mess it up. Mm. It's like fuck. Yeah. Well, uh, it would be frustrating. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, I don't know. But, and cool. then corrections. How long I also did you do that
0: ten years. Damn. Damn. Yeah.
1: I left it to go do the gym. So, um, just one, my wife said, if you're going to do it, let's do it. Mm -hmm. So we, it's nice to have that support. We, we took, you know, we were pretty smart with our money and we paid off all our bills and we'd saved up all my fight money. We'd saved, we just kind of put it away. That's cool. To save up and then for whatever. And then Mm -hmm. I said, let's open a gym, let's try it. And she's like, okay, let's try it. We can do it. So yeah. Yeah. the gym was actually doing really well until all this COVID Right. I so okay. I was actually thinking like we might even buy our own building you know we we're looking maybe buying property and I remember you building. mentioned
0: something like that and I was like ooh
1: you know Right. and I wanted to actually like have a, a gym like I wanted to have the weights and everything and the boxing and the jujitsu and all that like it have it's, its own everything. little areas mm-hmm.
0: but, but one of my goals eventually is to uh own a huge building where like different floors I want like three to four stories right now, I'm talking about probably about three up and then one on the bottom it I'd have like work, bottom yeah. like strongman powerlifting and then kind of just work its way up to like jujitsu martial arts all that kind mm-hmm. of stuff and um, but the plan would be with that is to have people in there that I know and trust and all that other stuff and they wouldn't necessarily like pay rent right the plan would be more of like I get to train for free. you know what I mean like yeah, I don't, I don't, don't care I own the building and I mean they're in there making money if everybody's making money everybody's happy mm-hmm. right and not to mention if you don't make people have that overhead and stuff like that then they yeah but you know. got to make it worth
1: something because then people right. will take advantage of something that's free right Nothing's yeah it's free you know because it's just like free college or people want all yeah this, somebody's paying for
0: something it, mm-hmm. it's yeah it's
1: not free. And right. when you don't pay for it, you don't realize the value in it, so...
0: Okay, yeah. That's true. Good, but good thing to think so. about. Mm-hmm. But I'll yeah. let you know when I got my building. Okay. Yeah. If you get it before me, I'll, I'll have it oh. too. All right. Just take advantage for a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I got a couple more. I know you're on a kind of a schedule, but... Uh, okay. So the internet says um, the best pound-for-pound pound fighter today, mm-hmm. John Jones... Uh, Khabib, mm-hmm. and then Demetrius Johnson. Yep. Uh, do you agree with that, or or you got somebody else you want to put in there? Mm, that's pretty, pretty accurate. You know, I was surprised Connor is put at seventh. He's not that good, really. He's not that good. He's a one trick pony. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. he just saying he's good. Off. Like he's good. Mm-hmm. I won't get right.
1: him. He's good. good, but he's not that good. Get him right. on the ground, it's over. I mean, look at the Khabib fight. Look at the Diaz fight. As soon as he got on the ground with somebody that knew what they were doing on the ground, it was done. People like Jones, he's probably the best. I, I, uh, Johnson and him are probably like the best. You get them on the ground, they're gonna get they can get back up if they need to. Right. You know, and on the feet,
0: they can they can beat you too. When well, I like that yeah. Jones is super. What do they call him? Unconventional uh-huh. in the way he fights. It's just dogs, yeah. I don't know what the next. And here. like uh,
1: Khabib. Khabib, I think can be beat. Yeah. By somebody on the feet. He's great on the ground, but I don't think he's as good as people. I, I'm, yeah, I'm surprised. There was a couple times I thought he was gonna get knocked out, but he's obviously durable. Right. You know, I think in the. Well, fighting fight, bears,
0: and, I mean. You know. But
1: <laughs> yeah, there was times I thought, oh man, he's gonna get knocked out, but then he. But like I said, if, once you get somebody in the ground, take away that element
0: of movement. Right. It's easy for you. And of course, you're gonna be pushing your strengths yeah. in all your fights. Okay. Oh, exactly. um, okay, and then all time. So, internet again, all, mm. of all time, they got GSP, John Jones, and then Anderson Silva. As the GSP, top three. GSP, John Jones, and then Anderson Silva. All time. I don't know. I'm
1: surprised Randy Couture is not on there, to be honest. Like, just, I'm not sure. So, on, he was on he, there. He, he, but he, he should be he in the top, top. three. Because he held championships at both heavyweight and light heavyweight, and he did it as an older person. And it's yeah. like just to think about him if he was younger. Whether he would be able to withstand some of the younger, newer guys like John Jones, <coughs> probably not, because they are so unorthodox and they are very well rounded because we have a new generation of people right. that grew up with MMA that are developing. Like my kid, you, you right. think of, if he were to stick with it, it'd be like crazy to see what he could do, you know. Um but yeah, I'm surprised. Uh G S P, John
0: Jones, and who was the other one? Silva? Silva, yeah.
1: Yeah, that's pretty accurate. Okay. My
0: my number one favorite is always going to be Fedor. Fedor Mlynenko. Yeah. Yeah. I just uh, they call him the Emperor. Yeah. Right, and thirty one and three is what he ended up. He yeah. got thirty one and, and one. Yeah. In a ten year span. Yeah. I would that's have liked same. to see him fight higher level talent.
1: Okay. Yeah. Like if you know like he came to the UFC too late, I think, in his career, because he came to the UFC and got beat. You know, and I think if he would have come earlier and fought bigger names, I think he'd be considered probably one of the top if he were to beat those top talents. Right. But like he came to the UFC and he was like me. I I, I tell my wife, it's like if I would have not hurt my back when I was 22 and actually did this, who knows what would have happened. Right. You know, because I was just too old. I was 36 years old. You know, it's pretty old. Mm -hmm. So that's what's (laughs) impressive about Randy Couture. You know, yeah, yeah, you know. And, like, my last fight with, the, uh, the Kraken, um, I forget his name. What's his name? Juan Adams. One, yeah, Juan Adams. That was where I felt my age. Really? Like, I was in probably the best shape of my life, but I went out there, and first round he took me down, which I kind of expected. I survived, and, um, got back up to my feet, and I knew, okay, we're not going back to the ground again. And then, um, I started beating him with my hands, but, uh, he, uh. That third round, I going into the third round. I thought I was feeling good at the end of the second. I'm like, I'm feel good. I'm gonna knock this guy out this next round because he was just kind of slowing down. And then that third round, I came out, and I want to say it was like a minute in. All of a sudden, I was like sitting there. I was like, throw four punch combo, you know. And then I was like, went to go throw the four punch combo, and it went one, two, and then I stopped, <laughs> and it was just like my my head was telling me to do something but my body was like yeah we're done oh so, you no. know yeah so it's kind of a that's realizing hard, i told my wife i was like i think i'm just too old for the shit
0: mm-hmm. you know it's 40 at the time at that time yeah Damn. So, But that's crazy uh all right um this is pretty controversial i was debating on whether i wanted to ask you or not but um uh, Who's the sexiest man alive? Christelle Roach. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> How do you feel about steroids in sports? Steroids? Um.
1: If you're young and you don't need it, don't use it.
0: Right, okay. I can appreciate okay. that. Yeah. yeah, that's probably my...
1: I mean, uh, obviously there's some... Negative side to steroids, you right. know. I'm, I'm personally never going to use them. Testosterone, maybe. Yeah. You know, which some people say is a steroid, but it's not really. Right. It's natural. Just get, if you're getting your levels back Yeah, to you're just normal, bringing your yeah. levels back to a normal level, you know. But, um, yeah, steroids, I
0: probably, I think they should just have, they have no place, you know. But. Um, now you're talking all sports in general or just combat? In all general. All general, okay. Yeah. I mean, you know, I would. Uh, it's definitely a performance enhancer. Right. You know, it is. Absolutely. It, I mean, yeah. Barry Bonds, Mark McGuire, Kinsaco. But just on Barry Bonds and McGuire, I mean, they brought baseball back. They did. It's into being relevant. So, so But, right. I mean, you know. Yeah. yeah. You so, know I mean, it's just. I, I think that uh, I want to see the best athlete science and humanity can, can produce, right? I mean,. <laughs> Whoa. But,
1: if you want that, then
0: you need to make it legal all the way across. All the way across,
1: right? Yes, yeah, but, but if then, it's illegal, which and it has some negative comments, things that
0: come with it, right? You know, and it's a, not a naturally produced substance. Well, so the thing too is uh, what I was thinking about is if it were legal, which which is my my thought process on it. If you're gonna make it legal for some, yeah. it's got to be legal for all. Yeah, those people who are doing it now sneakily are going to go fucking nuts. (laughs) Right? And so then you're going to have almost the same up and down that you have now. The people who probably just are doing it to stay relevant and then the people who are 25-ish who didn't need it to begin with and are going fucking insane and crushing people.
1: Yeah. Right? Um, It's funny that you talk about this because the first fight in the UFC, uh, Milian Juke, who's from Poland, I think he tested positive. It was right when the UFC transitioned the the testing and all this and the performance enhancement. And from I don't know for matter of fact, but from what I understand a friend of mine told me that he actually tested positive got suspended after our fight. Which Mm. is pretty crazy. But but yeah, it's just I don't know. You take away the natural beauty of the sport I think by injecting that into it. Yeah, no, I agree I
0: agree with you. You Yeah, yeah. there's there's some purity uh,
1: bad. You know, pure pure you know pure combat. Like yeah. back to the Greco-Roman crap. You Just know, two like men word. punching each other mm. in the <laughs> face. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Mono, 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 yeah. right?
0: You know. Yeah, uh, I heard that uh, in ancient Greek they put oil all over each other, and the winner was whoever got their dick in the other one's butt. Would <laughs> <laughs> surprise me. Yeah, I, mean, <laughs> hey, I would say you won. If that's what happened, <laughs> I'm out. There's there's freaks back there. Right, exactly. Look at Nero. Look at Nero. We went over the one-person fight. Uh, dream vacation. i got three questions left for you. Dream vacation? Um,
1: somewhere in the Caribbean. Cool. Nice.
0: Just somewhere sunny beaches. Yeah, sunny yeah.
1: beaches. I enjoyed the heat. I've already been on there. I've had, I've traveled, I've done, you know, so it's... I lived out of a backpack for two months, so that was pretty fun. Nice. When I was like 19, 20. So that does sound like a lot of but fun. But hot Caribbean sand oceans bikinis. Mm-hmm. Right. You
0: know. You were somewhere you can flaunt that man thong. Yeah, absolutely. Exactly. I appreciate it. in reverse. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hey, yeah. go for it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. If you had five more years, <clears throat> top five things you'd want to accomplish that I would want to accomplish in five years. So say you know you're going to die yeah, in yeah. five years, and I'm not saying it'll physically affect you. Yeah. You just know it's going to happen. Ooh. That that way, if you wanted to do something physical, like climb a mountain or some shit, that's not taken out. Going no. to the top of Mount Everest actually would be actually very really cool. Mm-hmm.
1: I read the book Into Air. It would probably be pretty cool to do that. Um... Mount Everest, probably one of those one things. What else would I want to do? Um, I'd want to go in a submarine. Okay. Yeah, that's that, that would be pretty sweet. Mm-hmm. Go down to like see like the Titanic or something like that in a submarine. That would be something
0: cool. You talking? You're not talking like a full tube, right? Like a naval tube or like like a smaller submarine. Just a yeah, submarine. Just, a submarine. just go down. That'd be cool. um, yeah, submarine. Space would be cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um what else? I'd want to take off my helmet and see if you could really breathe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just see how that goes. Just, just see Oh really,
1: you see your head explode. Um what else? That's what, three things, four things, one yeah one, four. Um Grey Wall China would be cool. I'd oh, like yeah. to be on that I always mean, a little Yeah. There. yeah. Um
0: Middle East I'd like to visit the Middle East interesting I heard even though a lot of people say it's just straight desert but I hear it's actually pretty beautiful yeah well, I actually once I...
1: ruptured this they called me and asked me if I wanted to fight in that Abu Dhabi fight island place oh man right right when I did that mm. I was like that was
0: brutal because I would have loved to go Damn. I should have lied and just went. Yeah. Oh, fuck <laughs> <Yeah>, it. <never. laughs> <laughs> you <Yeah>. the money <laughs> for all that? Yeah. 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 That'd be great. Yeah. All right, last thing. Um, if everything goes right for the rest of your life, how does that look?
1: The rest of my life? Um, all my kids will be grown and gone. Wife and I are going to buy a motor coach and travel. Okay. That's that's the, the plan.
0: I like that that one just came right out. Yeah. You know exactly what you're looking for. Yeah. All right. You got anything else? No, I think I'm I'm good. Yeah, think, okay. Yeah,
2: that's pretty exciting. I think that was pretty fun. Meet
0: you. Cool. Hear yeah, your story. You pretty cool. Yeah? I, I yeah. I will see you Monday. You open Monday? Or yeah, No. There. Yeah, we're there Monday. No one's open Monday. No one Monday. no one does things anymore. Oh yeah. yeah. Right. That's right. Yeah. We're closed. We're closed, yeah, forever. <laughs> um Alright, so we do this little segment at the end here. Um we do dad jokes. Five dad jokes each. <laughs> And we see if we can laugh, right? And make the other one laugh. Ooh. So your, your thing here, unless you know any offhand, okay. um, would just be to try not to laugh. Okay. So do you know any offhand? No, no. offhand. <laughs> probably okay. looks up or something. Yeah, I'll look up real quick here. Um, go ahead. You go first. All right, I got I'm going to go first. I'm I'm gonna gonna go first. That um, I don't always fart in a Burger King, but when I do, it's a whopper. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. gotcha,
2: gotcha. Yeah, I'm got good on that one <laughs> okay <clears throat> why do melons have weddings well, I don't know because it cantaloupe alright
0: Gotcha. Gotcha. yeah gotcha. alright alright so a kid asks Sorry. his dad okay. it, he says it's cold in here so his dad says go stand in the corner the kid says why he said because the corner is 90 degrees Yes! Okay. Got no, no, <laughs> you got one? That was good one.
1: Uh, Alright. My wife is really mad at me because of the fact that I have no sense of direction. So I packed my stuff up and right? That doesn't make sense. Oh, instead of and left. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I got that. <laughs> Oh, uh, I get it. Uh. ah! <laughs> <laughs> that was dumb. <laughs> okay, I got it.
2: Why did the old man fall into the well? Why? Because you couldn't see that well.
0: Oh, okay. Damn it! He <laughs> got me. Yes, because you Come couldn't on. see that well. All right, here we go. How many times do you have to tickle an octopus to make it laugh? Eight times. Tentacles. Oh. Of course, it's only eight, or of course it only has eight of those. So the first two were test tickles. <laughs> <laughs> you got another one. That. <laughs> yeah. myself laugh. I'm alright with it.
1: You got another That's one. Good. Okay. How do you make holy water? I don't know. You boil the hell out of
2: it. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. Damn it. All right. I'm not doing well. I know. Where do you never see elephants hiding in trees? Because they're so good at it. So they're what? So I'm good at it. Oh, I see.
0: Yeah. Okay. I like that. Yeah, okay. that all right, I got one. I accidentally swallowed a lot of Scrabble tiles. My next trip to the bathroom could spell disaster. No, damn it. All right, fine. All right, I bought some shoes from a drug dealer. Yeah?
1: I don't know what he laced them with, but I was tripping all day.
0: Damn it. That's
2: pretty <laughs> no, that's good. That's a good one. Oh, man. Okay. <clears throat> Why don't skeletons ever go treating? Why? Because they have nobody to go
0: with. Uh, yeah? Yeah. Yeah? Almost. Uh, Alright. A monkey was arrested today when he started throwing feces at zoo employees. Three of the zoo employees were rushed to the hospital with turd debris burns. <laughs> damn it. Alright. Anyway?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I got I got one more. Okay, let's hear it.
2: Why is Peter Pound always flying? I don't know. He never
0: lands. Oh damn. Ooh. That was good. Yeah. Alright, here's my last one. Where do you take someone who has been injured in a peekaboo accident? The ICU. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. The Good ICU. one. You got another one. You got a no. last one. No. Okay. All right. So um, this was kind of our introducing Chris La Rocha, our first interview. Mm-hmm. Um, it's time for a shout out. You got your shout out. Yeah. Yeah. I was gonna. I got
2: uh, Tom Stoltman. Okay. Tom Stoltman. One of that. One of the brothers. You know. You. They're the first. First brothers that ever competed together in the strongman. Tom, he's the young he's the uh, he's the younger brother, twenty-six years old man. Damn. and he dude, he's been competing for like what the last three years, four years, I think it was. And he just got second this last 2020 strongest man.
0: Twenty yeah, six? Twenty six years old. Damn it. Man. Twenty-six years old. Alright, I'm gonna have to break his knees. <laughs> um, mine's Mike Hearn. And the only reason is, I was watching a couple of his videos. I, I, I like how funny the guy is. And um, he's amazing. Mm-hmm. His physique is oh, yeah. incredible. Oh, yeah. um, he claims or to be natty, that he always has been. Um, if that's true, I mean, everyone says if, if he is actually natty, then he's an alien. But um, for being, what, 50 years old, right? Yeah. Jeez. I mean, just age wise, that guy's phenomenal. But uh, yeah, you got anybody you want to shout out? uh I give a shout out to my mom there we go she just beat cancer dude congrats oh, yeah yeah well she just finished chemo i should say but yeah she beat it good good yeah. man that's uh cancer's kind of mm-hmm. getting everybody lately it's a scary one yeah uh <clears throat> all right well thanks for listening um again this is tyler toby townsend and martin dronimo and chris de la rocha all right. Thanks for the interview. Um, we're going to sign out here. Make sure to check out Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. I just did Twitter. We got Snapchat, oh, yet? Yeah? Not yet. Okay. Snapchat's coming soon. Look um, mm-hmm. out for the apparel coming. And then, uh, again, February is when everything's going to really start hitting. So, um, yeah. Thank you, guys. Talk to you later. Signing out. Bye.